Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Just get burned. We don't have to feel like dirt anymore. No love's not a baby, it's our turn. We were always looking for true love with our heads in the clouds. So get it off course. But I left that motor running. Now you don't feel it down and out. Oh, come on, baby, try Thank you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Perfectly Good Podcast, the only podcast on the internet that is counting down every John Hyatt song in alphabetical order. I am one of your hosts, Jesse Jackson. Joining me, as always, is my wonderfully talented Hyatt sister, Sylvan Groth. Sylvan, welcome. Jesse, and thank you for making room in the vehicle for a very special guest. I think it's safe to say without her, none of this could be possible. I have finally gotten my mom to get in the seat and climb in to steal a line from your other podcast, Jesse. And I want to introduce everybody to Judy Smith, who literally has been playing John Hyatt songs as long as I can remember, even though technically the very first I'm going to credit John Hyatt song that you might have played for me, mom, was the Neville Brothers washable ink. And then it, it took a while to get into the actual knowing who John was. But yeah, thank you for all of the concerts, all of the music. Thank you for allowing me to take every single bootleg out of the house when I had to move away to college. And thank you for making time <laughs> to come on Zoom and talk with me and Jesse about this song. Welcome, Judy. Mm. Welcome, Mom. <laughs> Thanks. And uh, nice to meet you all, all you Hyatt heads out there. Um, started, yes, like Sylvan said, probably with the song washable ink by the neville brothers so really didn't know i was listening to a hyatt song back then my brother-in-law and sister and 
all of us used to make mixed CDs. And so it was on one of those mixed CDs that the song your dad did was on there. And my brother-in-law Todd had told me that was a John Hyatt song. And I didn't particularly really like that song all that much. One of the things that really grated me on that one was he was basically saying, no matter what you do, you're going to wind up being like your dad, which was annoying to me. But <laughs> listened, listened to all those songs and realized a lot of the John Hyatt songs I already knew from other covers, which that's definitely a really big thing, is how many different songs I knew by other artists before I actually got into John Hyatt. Yes. And yeah. I inherited a mom's habit of when someone, something's on the radio and it's a famous song or whatever I say, do you know who wrote that? <laughs> <laughs> All my coworkers always knew if I said that they could feel very safe and say, oh yeah, that must be John Hyatt. <laughs> Every once in a while I'd throw another di a different artist in just to trip them up. But for the yeah. most part, yeah, that's what I was, where I was going. So Judy, um, speaking of, yeah, oh, go ahead. Okay. Uh, no, I was going <laughs> to say, I saw her on uh, Facebook that I guess it's uh, Bonnie Raitt's birthday today, which I didn't realize that. Yes, we are recording well, on birthday, Bonnie, Bonnie Raitt's birthday and one of the Hyatt children's birthdays. So the stepson's oh. birthday is today. Yeah. And I always feel a special connection to Bonnie Raitt, just because when she did all those Grammys, we felt a little pride because we knew a lot of that was due to John's song. Also, Bruce Springsteen talks about that early in the E Street Band's career when they would open for her and they always got a good response and she was always very supportive of him. So he always jokes he's that's his second favorite redhead since Patty is also a redhead that he's married to. I oh, heard that. That's yeah. Cool. So Judy, when you discovered that washable ink was from this John Hyatt, and I feel like we could do a whole episode on how you don't want to grow up to be your parents yet. Somehow <laughs> you do grow up to be your parents, whether you want to yeah. or not. I feel like uh -huh. we could do a whole episode of just discussing that um, because I, Often, my son will say, God, you sound just like Mimi. And that's what he calls my mother. And I'm like, oh, no. Uh, <laughs> but once you discovered it, did you do a deep dive? Did you just try to find every John Hyatt CD at that point? Remember, there's someone here to fact check you, Mom. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, um, I'm going to tell you right now. I never let the facts get in the way of a good story. So yeah. we will just yeah, hush yeah. Sylvan. <laughs> and if. Yeah, because it's funny because Sylvan remembers hearing all these songs when we were on all these trips. And pretty much what I remember is Sylvan in the backseat with headphones on listening to something else. But obviously, John Hyatt just shone through all of whatever she was listening to at that time, which I won't embarrass her by saying what I think it was she was listening to. <laughs> Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. So that's so awesome. And I'm, that's great. So one of you, why, first off, thank you so much for joining us, but why this song? I'll fill in a little bit first that I am always going to regret that I figured out that who this John Hyatt was and I wanted to know everything and totally 
went from I know who he is to the fanatic I am, it felt like pretty fast. And that was the perfectly guitar era. That was the first time yeah. that we were at the record store in Waltham, Massachusetts, the day that it was released and had to get it. That was when we were standing in line and we met Pam and Jack, who are going to come on this podcast too. Um, awesome. So yeah, but I think that was also between the time of Little Village coming out and Perfectly Good Guitar coming out is when we started hunting down all the back catalog. Because at yeah. the time, I believe you owned and I absconded with at least bring the family so turning so moments little village I don't even know if you had riding with the king at that point I feel like you must have I remember I gave him that one to sign yeah but that was years later yeah I think that was when was it walk on when he was doing the tour for walk on Mm -hmm. yeah we are discussing one from two bit monsters later. I'm pretty sure because there was no Amazon at that point, we had to oh, yeah. scour record stores record store. and search around. Yeah. And yeah. find them. We pretty well had him trained to get at least an extra copy. So when we came in, we wouldn't be buying his only copy. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that is great. I know Sylvan has told the story that if John did not have his own little plastic sleeve, she would in the H put the John Hyatt songs on front of the generic H slide. Oh yeah. And some of our younger listeners may be going, what? I don't understand what you're talking about. <laughs> that is awesome. I, when Sylvan was on the first podcast with me, she joined me on set lusting Bruce. She told some stories about drive South. This has a special meaning for both of you, doesn't it? Oh, yes, yes. There have been many miles covered with with that song playing <laughs> all the way to Daytona Beach from Massachusetts, for sure. And That's yeah. a long drive. Many trips you know, back from Vermont at that point. Yeah. Interstate 95 never seems to end. And yeah, I have a special yeah. memories for that because we were driving my grandmother, mom's mother's car from Massachusetts where we all live to her winter place in Daytona and that was the car I eventually inherited as my first car in the grand tradition of grandkids getting their grandparents vehicle yeah I feel like it had plenty of Hyatt mojo in it before I even got it and I'm pretty sure if drive south isn't the song then there's always a Hyatt song that I play as the first trip on a new vehicle to christen it in that way Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I actually found that The Open Road, the song The Open Road, is the ultimate test drive song for the stereo in a new car, or a new-to-me car, I should say. But, but yeah. yeah, that's very nice. important aspect of a car. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, that is so good. All right, so let's let's talk about Drive South. Sylvan, you got some facts for us? I do have just the facts. Surprisingly, this is the first song that we have discussed from the album Slow Turning, which was uh, recorded in Nashville, May 20th to June 6th, 1988. And I believe was released in 1988, although I didn't have oh the exact date of the release date. The musicians on that album were the Goners, who came on board with John after Ry Cruder filled up a whole album called Bring the Family with his slide guitar. And John said, 
heck, I need a slide guitarist. And everyone said the other one is Sonny Landreff. It was produced by Glenn Johns and recorded at Ronnie Millsap's Ground Star Lab studio. It is also Drive South track number nine on the best of John Hyatt, a completely different recording, which was recorded at Tongue and Groove Studios in Philadelphia and was produced by Davy Farrer and John Hyatt, which featured the Nashville Queens, Davy Farrer on bass, David Immergluck on various instruments, pedal steel, and Gary Ferguson on drums. And I do have a couple more notes. John said in the best of liner notes that he wrote this in the basement of the first house my wife and I could get a loan for. I couldn't believe we qualified. I was so proud of my new little family. Imagine my gratitude when Susie Bogus recorded it and we could actually make the payments. And Michael Elliott take a drink. In his biography, Have a Little Faith, writes that Sonny Landreth was talking about the band rehearsing before Glenn Johns, the producer, arrived. And this is a direct quote. I can't remember how we settled on it, but it was Drive South as the first song. So we started playing that. And Glenn, the first thing he does is walk up to me and he's leaving, leaning over to say something. So I leaned over and he tells me, don't play that. That's bloody fucking awful. And I thought, oh, this is going to be a long haul. This is going to be an uphill campaign. So not everyone was a fan of this song from the very get-go, but there have been many recordings. I There are many live versions out there, including one of Jazz Fest that I was present. So that was pretty cool. And I had to put it in the YouTube playlist. We have a couple of professional covers, including... Susie Bogus, who won a country music award and lot, got lots of airplay at the time. Kelly Willis, whose version appears on the Love Gets Strange compilation, official tribute to John Hyatt, which is a great little collection. If you don't have it, try to track it down. And then just a whole bunch of others. I think guitarists really love this song. Our boy Jake Thistle has put out a video of it. Owen Arthur. Bob Fenster and the Graveyard Shifters, Max Washington, Scotty and Luke, the Salvation Army Band, Gail Johnson, Matt Levine, the Stokers, Michael Kovash, David Adams, Chuck Grossman, and Noah and Garrett of Noah and Garrett Bohem is the name on that. So if I forgot someone or I mispronounced your name, my apologies. I tried to actually tag everybody and let everyone know that we were going to be talking about this song on the YouTube comments. And whoo! That, I think, will get us started. And of course, Slow Turning is such a landmark album. We'll be talking more, lots more facts about how that is recorded. But since this is song number one, in many ways, I will leave the facts there. Yeah. Do Is there a reason why he, do you know, has he shared why he re, why he did a second version for that Best Of? I remember when the Best Of came out, he talked that was one of two songs that he re-recorded, the other being Have a Little Faith, which we will get to, everybody. And he had said that he had always wanted to have a little faith to have more of the broader band sound. And it just hadn't worked when they were trying to cut it in those famous four days that they were putting that album together. And I think Drive South, I he, he did not say why specifically he chose to re-record that. But I have a theory that they had been playing that live for so long and discovering so many different ways to arrange it and different instrumentations that they could do. There is a lot more electric sound and that pedal steel that is really prominent in the version that appears on the best of. 
I'm guessing they just really wanted to try to accomplish more of that. And I was actually, I have no way of really definitively saying this, but I would almost be willing to say that if we're talking about full shows as opposed to opening sets or the little live record store performances that are also a thing of the past, like record stores we were talking about before, I think Drive South has always been part of the set list. I certainly cannot remember in recent memory a time that I've seen John and he has not played Drive South. How about either of you? Uh, yeah, I'm I'm trying to think, and I do feel that's one of the songs he tends to play when I'm seeing him live. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I think so too. Okay, good. He did play him in no he played that one in New Orleans. That wasn't the one that feels like rain bumped. Nope. <laughs> yeah. That's good. All right. Thank you for that. What we're going to do, we're going to take a slight break and we're going to come back. We're going to break down this song. We're going to talk. We're going to share more personal stories. We have a very special guest and we've got Sylvan's mom, Judy here. And don't go away. Hello, Pantheon podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode. Available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner. And Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash Pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash Pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash Pantheon. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we're back. Right. And we're back. 
All right, Drive South. This is a song that just I adore. Mm-hmm. It's funny, Judy, what happens when every day, to pull the curtain back a little bit, Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 o'clock Central, I record every Wednesday a podcast. I record Doctor Who one week, and then Sylvan and I record the next week, except we're doing some adjustments because of the Doctor Who specials coming up. But normally, so my wife always says, is it a Doctor Who day or is it John Hyatt day? And if I say it's a John Hyatt day, she wants to know the songs. And she, when I said Drive South, she started just blaring it. So, <laughs> uh, so this is one of, I think, John's iconic songs. Uh, Absolutely. I, yeah, I, I think that it. you certainly talked about all the covers that he's had that have done this and have been successful for people. And I just love his version. Any quick thoughts about it before we get to the lyrics? Judy. It is, I think the whole album, Slow Turning, is actually like a driving album. And it's one of those ones you just put it on. I don't skip any of the songs on it. I just listen to it all the way through and it it tells a story. It tells a story of a a trip or a a journey, we should say, I think. Yeah, and I I would even say that it has a story of a family evolving in some ways more so than bring the family, which is really, I think, about falling in love and having those romantic early marriage feelings. And then this is really more about being established in that way. And I realized there was one more fact that I didn't cover and just the facts because I, being the nerd and the collector that I am, I had to go out and purchase my own copy of Slow Turning when I moved out for college. And I got one of those special original master recording gold CDs that record companies got a whole bunch of extra money for back in the day. And it did actually have some special liner notes. And John has a thought about each song. And he mentions for Drive South that Bernie Leadon, L-E-A-D-O-N, Leadon, I'm not sure, came up with the intro line. And that's him on the National Resonator. So now we can actually credit the person who came up with that first lyric that we're going to be discussing. And it's a little surprising that I've never seen him credited because usually all it takes is an idea to come to John from someone else. And he gives them a songwriting credit. Oh, that that's very cool. All right. You want to start us out? I can do the first verse. Mom, do you have the lyrics handy? Oh, no, I don't. Skip you. All right. We can skip you you to discuss them. And then, yeah. All right. I didn't say we wouldn't hurt anymore. That's how you learn. You just get burned. But we don't have to feel like dirt anymore. Though love's not earned. Baby, it's our turn. It's a strong start. (laughs) Um, Yeah, my initial thoughts when I hear this is, as often I'm going to quote another songwriter, but my friend Sarah Hickman has a song, Woman Waiting to Happen, and the line is, my mistakes brought me to this place where the flowers replace the thorns. I love that idea that I didn't say we aren't going to get hurt anymore because that's how you learn. You've got to get burned, right? You, you go back. It's almost the image of a little kid. That stove is hot. Don't touch it. That stove is hot. Don't touch it. Oh, wow. It's hot. Yes. Why you didn't right. believe me, I don't know. 
Uh, you have to learn what HUD is. Yes. Yes, exactly. And we don't have to feel like dirt anymore through love's not earned, baby, it's our turn. And I think you can make the argument. I think you do earn love in a lot of ways. You have to work for love. But I do understand his point of it's our turn. We've been gifted with this love. And we're going to have to work on it. We're going to have to fight for it. And it will get messy sometimes, but that's okay. So how about you, Sylvan? That particular line about the love's not earned, baby, it's our term is about that feeling that we've met someone or sometimes it's been ourselves that we're like, when is this right person for me going to show up? I've been waiting. Why is it everyone else is falling in love and having these wonderful relationships? And here I am. Mom got married at 30, 30, and I got married at 27 and then divorced. At this time, both John and Nancy, again, we have to be careful about saying, is John the narrator? Is he a character in the story? Or is it completely different yeah. from the people that they had both had other marriages? They had both had children before they came together. And no matter what, that that is a difficult process of ending a relationship and starting over. So I think that's where we get into the, we don't have to feel like dirt anymore. And that no amount of hardship, no amount of pain of having your heart broken guarantees you the fact that next time is going to be different. But when you do find that someone, all of a sudden you're like, oh, now, now here it is. Now's what I've been waiting for. And now is what makes all those hard times worth it. Yeah, well said. Judy, thoughts on these this first phrase? Anything else to put in with that? I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Mom. <laughs> no, it's not a problem. Yeah. And I love the fact that John will write a love song that talks about being hurt he's not trying to sugarcoat life. This is why we talk about John being an, an adult love song writer. It's not the angel eyes of, I saw you across the dance floor and now here you are looking at me and all, all the angels are singing kind of thing. Not that I don't love angel eyes. I think I proved that, yeah. but that these are people who are not just looking at each other and having a physical attraction, or the start of something, but really feeling like I understand you, I understand your past, and I want you to be part of my future. Yeah, and I think, right, that we come to our relationships with our own baggage. And mm -hmm. sometimes I realize Linda and I are very lucky and a wonderful exception. We started dating in 1980, we got married in 84. And she still likes me. So we're still hanging together. But it it is it has been difficult. And I will talk to friends that are older that you I I don't I know that the person I'm gonna have a relationship with has a past. I have a past and we're just past the BS. We're just I know what kind of relationship I want. I know what I think I need in a partner, I think what I can provide a partner and move it forward. We talk about that a lot, that John talks about 
the work of staying in love, not just the romantic. A John Hyatt Hallmark Channel movie would be very different than what they currently are showing as we are in the middle of Countdown to Christmas and they're getting us they're giving us four new Christmas movies a week. Yes. All right. Anything else? Want to move forward? I think do you want to take the next verse, Jesse? Yeah. We're always looking for true north with our heads in the clouds, just a little off course. I left the motor running. Now if you're feeling down and out, come on baby, drive south. And we're getting to the chorus now with the one you love. Come on, baby, drive south with the one you love. Judy, we're going to let you go first this time. So that way we won't take away your thoughts. (laughs) Okay. The one thing I guess in the song, I think I see them in a, a, a Cadillac with Tennessee plates on it, of course. And for Sylvan and I, it was a Volkswagen Jetta. (laughs) But yeah. A lot of the drives. Yes. Yes. And so any thoughts about True North and head in, Heads in the Clouds, where John is talking about starting from there? Hmm. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I, I guess I, I'm, maybe I'm being a little competitive. I'm further north than he is. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah. Sylvan, go ahead. Your thoughts? It's, I think, trying to capture the idea of love changing you. And when I've always wondered what he meant by we were always looking for true north, if it was just a convenient contrast of north south, or if that phrase meant a little bit more than I've ever heard it. The idea of like you set your compass and that the direction mm-hmm. you navigate by the North Star or whatever, that is where your focus is and where you orient yourself. But I think it's the idea of all of a sudden stopping one direction and then just turning yourself around and looking the opposite way. And when he's saying we're just a little off course by saying that we thought our lives were going in one direction, then we had to completely shift. And as I said, they were both out of previous marriages that didn't work out for one reason or another. And still thinking that their lives could continue by the motor running and the idea that we have happiness in front of us. If you're feeling down and out, then come on baby and drive South with the one you love. And I I forgot to mention, ah, I'm going to do this the whole song. There's a great live version where John introduces this by saying that he read the idea in a book and someone had a recipe for happiness, which involved have a great meal, a French meal or something like that. He couldn't remember what the second thing was, but then the third thing was to get in your car and drive south. And he just thought that was great. And this song evolved from this other idea. So once again, another, if we saw something at a different time, maybe John would have given a song credit to that, but he took yeah. all the credit then, as I think he should have. But. Yeah. Yeah. Looking for true north is a direction. We are looking for true north is a fixed point of the earth. And so you can set your sail for that, say, as a guide. And so we are always looking for true north. We are looking for our destination. We're looking for where we're going to go individually and as a couple. 
Um, our head's in the clouds because we're in love and we're just a little off course. Once again, I'm going to bring in another song, Brad Paisley's Little Moments. I know she's not perfect, but she tries so hard for me. And I thank God that she isn't because how boring would that be? It's a little imperfection. It's a sudden change in plans when she misreads the directions and we're lost, but holding hands. That's very uh, sweet. Yeah. I'm not at all familiar with that song. So thank you, Jessica. Yeah. Yeah. And the video has his, his wife, Kimberly Williams Paisley Aww. on there. Yeah. And he talks about it. Yeah. As I was sharing with it before we record, Linda and I are doing a mini road trip as we're recording this tomorrow. And it is ever since 2012 when we had not taken a trip by just ourselves for years. Just we always had a kid or another couple. And in 2012, we did our Bourbon and Bruce tour. We've now determined we try to at least a couple of times a year, if not more, just her and I get in the car and we may not necessarily drive south. We may be driving north, Memphis in the meantime, or somewhere. But we are together and we reconnect. We listen to music. We listen to podcasts. We talk. We share stories. And it is, I, I love that. Come on, baby, drive south with the one you love. Road trips are so much fun because you do get a chance to talk again. There is not the distraction of the TV or someone talking to you. And it just, it is a really good chance to do that. And the imagery, I've left the motor running. So if you're feeling down and out, if you are feeling discouraged, let's get the car. Let's get in the car and just go for a drive. Let's roll down the windows, kick up the stereo, and let the wind blow your hair, right? It's just something. Yeah. And that was definitely a change in our little adventures when mom and I first started seeing John. At one point, we even talked about trying to see him in every state. And then we scaled back a little bit and said yeah. maybe yeah. every New England state, which we have for yeah, the record. I think we probably, yeah. And a couple extras. And then... As you were saying, Jesse, that involved a, a lot of time just driving. And of course, we'd have that giddy, oh, what do you think he's going to play? Or did we print up enough fanzines? And who are we going to see that we've seen before? And all those kind of talks. You you do start settling in and talking about what's going on in your life. And then eventually, we were living in different places. And the driving usually meant meeting each other somewhere in a third location. And that was a, a definitely a, a change in the prep of the concert and that feeling of we're going on this adventure together. And it wasn't about the destination, although of course, every concert was fantastic and we love them, but it wasn't just about the hour and a half at the music venue. It was the standing in line for tickets. It was the drive to the venue. I think our last long drive Mom would have been my 20th birthday, but the bottom line. Yeah, that was a kick. That was your 20th <laughs> birthday, not your 21st. Shh. Oh, okay. <laughs> Cause, yeah, I thought, because you, you, you asked me to meet you in a bar. I said, so are you going to tie one on for your 21st? I thought, but I guess. No, oh, I, I borrowed a friend from college's ID and thankfully didn't even need it. But yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so great. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. I'm not talking about retreating, little girl. Going to take our stand in this Chevy van. Windows open on the rest of the world, holding hands all the way to Dixieland. The the idea in the Chevy van, of course, there's that 70s song, right? But I'm picturing a family minivan because they've got the kids, right? right? And, and they're, but when it's just them two, it is the Cadillac convertible. With mm-hmm. the things, right? Oh, it becomes their avenue to escape the mundane of every w- world and just uh, get that we're young again and we're just ex- re-remembering why we care about each other. The key to the universe and yeah. the engine of an old park car, yeah. Yes. And... What about the line, I'm not talking about retreating little girl going to take our stand in this Chevy van. The, the idea of road trip is getting away from your troubles. But I think right there he's saying, like we were just talking about, you you have those nice long conversations when you're on a road trip with someone. And by taking a stand, I think it's really just about planting yourself and feeling like we are connecting and also determining who we are in this moment and who we want to be and windows open opening oneself up really being honest and letting the fresh air scoot away all the cobwebs that have been gathering and i just love the image of john and nancy holding hands as they're driving around and i'm sure they do and i think the other thing is he is making Maybe a point that he wants the listener to know that often when you're talking about driving, you're escaping. Exactly. This is a town full of losers. I'm pulling out of here to win, right? Yep. This is, let's, you know, <laughs> damn this town. I'm going to leave, mm-hmm. right? All this stuff. He's saying, no, we're not retreating from our lives. We are using this, we're taking a stand. That our mm-hmm. life is good. We're going to make this. We're going to do things together. And even if it is a Chevy van that's got Cheerios on the floor and, mm-hmm. and, and toys scattered around it. So, yeah. And in the window open on the rest of the world, we're seeing the world through our eyes and our eyes together is just a beautiful image. Yeah. Musically, this is such a fun song. This is a song that makes you tap your feet. It is, as you said so well, Judy, it is a great song to play in the car, right? Mm -hmm. And when you throw in the cleverness of the lyrics that in someone else's hands, this may go, okay, van, land, oh, (laughs) we're just, no, it is... It feels like all great songs or great poems. It just flows. Mm-hmm. Anything to yeah. add, Judy? Because she and I'll start talking, and we will let not leave you a room to talk. So yeah, that's yeah, right. No, 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 I'm agreeing with everything. I, yeah. Thank you. Good. All right, Sylvia, you want to go next? Sure. We've been trying to turn our lives around. Since we were little kids, it's been wearing us down. Don't turn away now, darling. Let's fire it up and wind it out. Come on, baby, drive south. I also love 
this thing too, because I've talked before about being a sucker for a redemption story, or we all want to be in control of our own lives, be able to define our own destinies. And I also believe in the mature love of talking about knowing where one came from and making the choice to be with someone. I think it's all there in those little lines that they're talking about. Maybe their childhoods weren't the happiest that comes up in another song later on this album. And the idea that you keep on trying to change something about your life and time after time, you can't change because you're stuck in that same damn town or whatever you're making the bad choices, or you're still looking at that same face in the mirror that you wish you could change your hair, your clothes, your face. A lot of Bruce, this episode, but. And I was just, I I was just going to say, yeah, (laughs) I I just don't turn me home again. I just can't face myself alone again. Yeah, yeah. Don't run back inside, darling. Just what I'm here for. It is that same theory, right? That we're it we've been trying to turn our lives around, right? And it's wearing us down. But don't turn away now, darling. Let's fire it up and wind it out. Often you would like to believe that the right person comes along at the right time for everyone and and also we also can be fair enough the right person at one time may later turn to be not the right person which did not make the relationship necessarily wrong it just was it's different now and i i love this don't turn away now darling let's fire it up and wind it out let's go forward and there's such an imagery of taking control of our future together. I talk all the time, being married is work. And if both of you aren't doing the work, it's gonna be bad. The work changes. Sometimes you're doing 90% and your spouse is doing 10. And sometimes you're doing 10 and they're doing 90. You hope in the long run, it's roughly 50-50, but it never will be, but that's okay. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. All right. I think, are we down to the bridge and is it my turn? Yes. I heard your mama calling. I think she was just Stalin. Don't know who she was talking to, but maybe me and you, we can go down with a smile on. Don't bother to pack your nylons. Just leave those pretty legs showing. It gets hot down where we're going. So one of the things I adore is in the covers from artists who identify as female, (laughs) they talk about, I'm not carrying my nylons, right? They get personal. And I just love that little twist. Yes. Yeah. It definitely changes the meaning when you're saying it for yourself versus when the other sex is going to tell you what to wear or what not to wear. But I think we've been talking about this without stating it directly, but there is just so much fun in this. And it's about releasing all of the stress and just letting go and letting it all hang out like this bridge talks about and smiling and 
dangling your legs maybe out the window of the van or something like that. And I, I don't know if he was just looking for the rhymes by saying that I heard your mama call and I think she was just stalling. The idea of they were just like running off like a couple of crazy teenagers away from the parents and the responsibility or whatever mm-hmm. that kind of represents. Yeah. And being reminded to come back. Yeah, yeah just ignore them. They'll, they're just trying to take some time, but yeah. Yeah, I also, I, I love the fact that on a couple of songs, probably more than ever, our narrator, doesn't have to be John, is looking for real. Mm-hmm. We don't forget the moose and the hairspray sugar. We don't need none of that, right? <laughs> don't worry about the nylons. Just show those pretty legs. It's, hey... Just throw on a jeans and t-shirt and let's go have fun. Right? Yeah. And your most important accessory is your smile. Yes, exactly. Yes. Yeah. And I just, I, you're right. This is a, a song that's filled with joy, a song mm-hmm. of possibilities and mm-hmm. adventure. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I just, this is awesome. Then we go just the chorus again, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, We were always looking for True North with our heads in the clouds, just a little off course. Left that motor running. Now, if you're feeling down and out, come on, baby, drive south. And yeah, mom talked about, and it was definitely true that we very seldom put a John Hyatt song on a mixtape because if you play Drive South, you want to hear Trudy and Dave. And if you hear yeah. Trudy and Dave, you want to hear Tennessee play. And it just like th- this yeah. album, especially just takes you on such a journey that it is almost hard doing the podcast and not talking about the entirety of slow turning. And I was definitely thinking about that when I was ta- thinking about, okay, how am I actually going to rate drive South? Can I rate it as a song as opposed to a 10th of this really, or I'm sorry, a 12th of this really stellar album. And I'm not going to get ahead of myself. But. Okay. Judy, any final thoughts before we do get to ratings? Final thoughts, yes. Yeah, the, I, you hit it, the nail right on the head when you said that it was a song about joy, about finding a journey. <laughs> it's hard to be sad listening to this sad. song. Yeah, this is, oh, yeah. Um, there are certain songs that that make me smile. And this is one of them. Real fine love is another one. I have that on my ringtone sometimes when I have to have my phone use as an alarm to wake me up. Yeah. I just, I think there's a reason why this stays in the set list. Um, I think this is a, obviously have a little faith in me as his born to run or thunder road to continue the Bruce theme. But this is a another sip of tea. Yeah, yes. Uh, this it's too is hard definitely, to live with Louis. Yes, and <laughs> almost an out in the street, right? That kind mm-hmm. of that joyous, fun song. Yeah. yeah. How about you, Sylvan? Any final thoughts? I was just really taken back to all the times I have seen it live in concert, and it's my uncle Todd, who we referred to earlier. He was the first one to bring it into the family and introduce us all to John, aside from the washable ink connection, has a theory that when you're at a concert, there are the people who recognize 
the song from the first note and there are the people who recognize the song from the first line. And I think this is a song that not everyone recognizes on the first note, but when they start playing those chords and I actually looked up the chords and then I saw that there were like 12 of them in this song yeah. and I'm like, okay, we've just discussed the fact that we're not musicians and we can't yeah. discuss it, but it's that you shifted the car into a different gear and you are opening things up on the highway. Thumb. Yeah. Like when that, those notes come out in an, a concert all of a sudden everyone is right there i have lost count of the number of times that they might be playing with the melody in some different way and then they go into that and everyone just screams because they love this song and it gives you a chill yeah yeah i and i think there's another reason why this is it's a song that's good to be covered we talked about Susie Bogus had a, a lot of success with it. Number two in the U.S. hot country songs, number four in Canada. And it is, I remember the video and mm-hmm. there's such pride for us that, look, she's doing a John Hyatt song. She's doing a John Hyatt song. <laughs> yeah, I just love this song. I love the instrument instruments, as you talked about, that when you hear this, and as you said, this is it. We know this very much. So that's great. And it is translatable. Although as I was searching, I was a little surprised that it was pretty much all strings. There wasn't yeah. anyone sitting down at a piano playing dry south, which kind of makes sense that you need something a little bit portable for, yeah. for this journey. <laughs> but it can work leaning way into the country Appalachian kind of sound with banjos, or it can go very much on the blues side with Sonny Landris kind of slide guitar type of sound or Joe Bonamassa. There are a few versions of John doing a duet with him, which were great. Yeah. Good. All right. I think it's time. Judy, you're our special guest, so you get to give our your rating first. Silva, do you need to tell your mom our scale? I think mom knows our scale. And okay. besides, she practically yeah, invented a, the scale. She practically it's 10. Knows. 10 is the, the highest, right? No, nope. five. five. One through five. Five. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'm going to give drive south to five. <laughs> okay. I'd like to push it to a six. <laughs> yeah. That's my mother's scale right there. <laughs> yeah. And this is I why I give Jesse a hard time about cheating. Yes. <laughs> yes. She won't let me use she doesn't like it when I do half points. Yeah, yeah. I I'm right there with you. I just think this is a five. I think this is absolutely you're making a mixtape to sh- give people this is on there. One, because it's an absolutely great song. And two, they're going to go, oh, really? I know this song. Really? This is his version? So, yeah, I think this is a five for sure. All right. And I did my usual thinking. And part of it is the translations. I realized that I had forgotten about the recording that was on the best of. And I think that informed me that really the Glenn Johns for all the weirdness and the quotes I shared about that produced version is the version that we should hold as the standard. All the covers really did add to that. I would absolutely introduce someone to John Hyatt by playing Drive South. And 
it does tell you something about yourself and life that you might not have known before you threw in the CD. So yes, this is a absolute standard, hold it up as the model, five-star John Hyatt song. Yeah. As they say, first first ballot Hall of Fame. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that was so good. Absolutely. All right. Before we wrap up, any final thoughts, Judy? As I said earlier, I think that you undertaking, the two of you undertaking going every song A to Z and uh, the stick to itness that it's going to take to get that done. I know Sylvan has that for sure. She's actually referred to me as being a completionist. And uh, yeah, when I start something, I got to finish it. So yeah, the magnitude of that considering too that there might be even more new songs <laughs> and yeah it's going to be quite a ride and i'm going to be right there listening to you guys hopefully for the whole thing thank you thank sylvan. you guys yeah sylvan <laughs> mom i hope you can come back at a different point we can share some more stories i appreciate you holding some restraint on some of the ways that you could have embarrassed me and i will remember that <laughs> for next birthdays and christmas and okay, really just and- yeah, no. You didn't I, need to rate Susie Boggess's version, which that wouldn't have been good. You, you were a very good person. You've shown a lot of restraint from your angry young woman days. Yes. And yes. um, yeah, it's still weird to me to go to a John Hyatt show without you, but I, I know that we've got a lot more to come and hopefully we'll have some more bring the family kind of moments. Yes, definitely. I just want to thank you, Judy. Them for joining us. It it is a wonderful treat to meet you. And I do, I, I want Sylvan not to listen for a minute because I don't want her to be embarrassed. You should be very proud of your daughter. She is a joy. And I truly do think that this is not a burden and this isn't a, this is a joyous journey. This is us in the car driving south discussing John Hyatt songs on a regular basis. And you can tell just, you should be very proud of her. And I am glad that she's in my life. Yeah, I I am very proud of her. And yeah, the best best thing that ever happened to me. I love that. I love Love that. I love you too, mom. All right. You are the one I love. Yeah. All right. I think the only thing we have left to say, we'll come back next week. We'll have another song. Who knows? We may have a special guest then too. But for now, be kind, be safe, have a little faith. Have a little faith. Have a little faith. Baby, we can come on home. Put the cow horns back on the Cadillac and change the message on the court of mine. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. 
Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that fantasy points has to offer. That's fantasypoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. Fantasypoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.